Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now and recording recording this check 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 check. hollow hollow man hollow man kevin bacon john holloman Oh, shit. Tom Holland, Spider-Man, okay. Hollow Man, Close. Team Up Movie, Team Up Movie. So, anyone else seen Dolomite is my name yet? No. Fuck you, commercials. <laughs> well, you should. It's on Netflix and it's fucking amazing. It's amazing. I've never seen Dolomite, so I don't know if I'd appreciate it. <laughs> you know what? I don't think you have to have seen Dolomite to appreciate it. No. You know what? Watch the Dolomite is my name, and then watch Dolomite like we did last night. Yeah. And then tonight we're going to watch Human Tornado, right? Yeah! Maybe even Petey Buckstraw. Woo! What do you guys, I, I watched Steve? Roller Gator last week. <laughs> <laughs> Roller Gator? Wait, Nathan, I've got one yeah. question for you. Do we have uh-huh. Does that star Allie Gator from the Garbage Pail Kids movie? Oh, I wish. Oh. I found a movie, was... by the way, that I'm saving for small screen shamefuls. It's called Prayer of the Roller Boys. Okay. And it's got one of the Corys in it. Okay. It's post-apocalyptic uh, skateboard gangs. Or rollerblade gangs, sorry. So it's like Makes solar sense. babies, but with a East L.A. attitude? Yeah, and even lower budget. <laughs> well, when you don't have uh, Mel Brooks money. Oh, I don't remember solar babies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one. Next question. <laughs> Spaceballs, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, high anxiety. Yeah, I remember every single... <laughs> thing about that at once. <laughs> <laughs> solo babies, nah, nah, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Is that like one of them baby genius things? <laughs> Super babies. Yeah. Everything I learned from Funny. 
Why did you have to go out in public? You have no idea what it's like. The power of it, the freedom. It's amazing what you can do when you don't have to look at yourself in the mirror anymore. Okay, Sebastian, fun's over. Tell us where you are. Sorry, Linda. You'll never be sure again. Yeah. You didn't let it announce the movie, guys. It didn't announce. Sorry, the movie, I thought so... I thought that was the end. It's, it's very, very yeah. quiet. It's like yeah, in that... the water noises. It goes. <laughs> but anyway, I'm Steve, and I'm Izzy, and this is everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. And tonight, oh, tonight, Steve. The question is, what would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> It was in the, the trailer. It was the in the... Is, for a Klondike bar? No. That, that was no, in there? I just, that's what I always see people are going to say when they say when they go, the question is. <laughs> you must have a hard time with Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike this bar? This 8th century Roman Empire <laughs> Emperor. <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? No. No, that's... That is always the answer, Steve. <laughs> That's why they can't let uh, IBM's Watson on anymore. He figured out. <laughs> so we're starting off. It is a November with 2000's Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Oh, I'm sorry. I gotta say this. The trailer does it. <laughs> you see? You did hear it. <laughs> but we are not alone. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, I mean, yay! Not, not only do we have a shit ton of kittens running around now, because we're one of those families. We've we been outnumbered! <laughs> we also have Brendan and Nathan from the What Were They Thinking podcast. Welcome, Brendan and Nathan! Hello. Howdy! How are you? How are you, kids? Uh, I guess they're alright. How about yours? No comment. I think one of them's eating a match currently. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> An upgrade from uh, licking the carpet earlier, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> licking the carpet. Yeah. Not nearly as hot as it sounds. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> nope, she's back to licking the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Check out our YouTube name. <laughs> um, Cats, Cats licking, licking carpets. carpets. <laughs> our YouTube channel. <laughs> Come on, Red 2. Where's that sponsorship? <laughs> hey, babe. Safe. I'm a little parched. Oh, good. Must be from looking all this carpet. <laughs> we have from uh, Uinta Brewing the Cutthroat Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. That might play in the movie later. <laughs> Forget the map. Pack the Uinta. That's the best advice I've ever gotten. Don't pack directions on where you're going into the wilderness. Just pack booze. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the discovery of America on a can right there. Uinta Brewing. I'm gonna give you a little bit of advice. That's how you lose a customer. And look, the top of the the top of the can is a compass. We'll never be lost again, Steve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just point the can upward because north is up. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I'm going to pop my top now. <laughs> oh, my top! My top. <laughs> oh my god, he's so <laughs> And the poor. Oh yeah, it's a be- it is a pretty red ale. Yeah. And I'm drinking today out of my lovely Café du Monde cup. 24-hour <laughs> beignets! It's a good thing we don't live in New Orleans, Steve. You and I would be easily three, 400 pounds. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So much good stuff smothered in butter. Oh yeah, deep red. <laughs> so yeah, so this is a beautiful red ale. It's got a white foamy head, lots of tiny bubbles. Relatively, uh, it's kind of malty on the aroma. Got a little bit of pininess. I think a little bit of centennial in there. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah, Steve's pretty small forwards. Nice little pale ale. A little bit of uh, the it's robust bitterness. It's a pale ale. It's a red ale. <laughs> what oh, color is it? Oh, the other one's a red ale. Ha! Huh. Uh, yeah, it's a pale ale. Sorry. We have a sneak peek at our next beer. <laughs> First <laughs> podcast okay, fight! <laughs> on a related no, it note. says right there pale ale it's in a red can steve it's a uh, red ale oh there we go use your brain <laughs> on a related note uh, a friend of mine bought a black ipa to uh, a party once and i was like mm, what's the p stand for in ipa <laughs> and he's oh, yeah but i was like no you were lied to you, you were lied to. That is not a pale ale because it is not pale in any way, shape, or form. It is darker than midnight on a moonless night. Well, they can't call it an India black ale because that was banned in, like, 1960. <laughs> so. <laughs> Come it's, on! See, it, Canadians, it's once again, get all weird and racist here. I got it. You call it an East Indian ale. East Indian ale, yes. Fine. All back to Memoirs of Invisible Man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You, uh, you gentlemen drinking anything good? Nope. I am not, unfortunately. It's a, it's 11 here, and I have a rehearsal this afternoon. Well, it's 8 a.m. here, and we're drinking... Oh, okay, that just says a lot about us. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do for our podcast. It's 8 a.m. somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, we are being judged. If I did have a rehearsal, I'd probably be drinking, but... And what do you have a rehearsal for, Nathan? Oh, a local production of A Christmas Carol. Oh, shit. Is it that time of year already? Well, getting there. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. That's Christmas Carol, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, Carol tells the kid, don't shoot his eye. Tell me you're the dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Carol from Last Man on Earth, you're correct. He plays the leg lamp, Steve. Come on. Oh, uh, well, that makes sense. He does have some the sexy titular legs. character. <laughs> yep, and he is Fra- Italian. Fragile. <laughs> Tell me, you play the dad, Kolchak, the Night Stalker, Ted Danson. I just want everybody out there to know that when I uh, when I ship out things that are fragile, I write fragile on it, and then in parentheses below it, put it must be Italian. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a professional. <laughs> and if you'd like to see that in action, go to untidyvenus.se. <laughs> go ahead and order something. Uh, All right, so Hollow Man, because we're on time constraint, you got to stay focused. Yes. Focus. <laughs> From director Paul Verhoeven. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> oh, possibly a patron saint of our podcast because he directed Robocop, the original and good one, Total Recall, the original and good one, Basic Instinct. 
the original and good one. <laughs> Showgirls, the original and good one. Starship Troopers, the original and good one. I never even thought about this. <laughs> this, The Hollow Man, the original and good one, because there's also a sequel. <laughs> With Christian Slater. Yeah, <laughs> Sir Christian Slater. By the way, I'm kind of intrigued and want to watch that now after watching oh, this again. Oh, yeah, oh, this... Spoiler alert, this was a dumpster fire. I would like to see what they oh, did in the second babe, one. Controversial. This is gonna uh, be this but, is gonna be like that other podcast when they did Drop Dead Fred. I feel like two of us are for, two of us are against. Well, Ooh. Ooh. The, thing, the thing with this one for me was that it really felt like a fifties B movie with an A list cast in two thousand. Yeah, I mean there were two A-list Wait, actors, right? I guess, but other than that, two. Um, Josh Brolin, uh, but in two thousand though, yeah, time travel man. Okay, but in two thousand, Josh Brolin was like no one. <laughs> He's been in the Goonies. In two, yeah. yeah so again, <laughs> fourteen years yeah, Kevin prior, Bacon was in Footloose around the same time. So what's your point? Fourteen years prior to Hollow Man. <laughs> Yes, yes, those those prime young actors from 1985, Elizabeth Shue, Kevin Bacon, and Josh Brolin, were now <laughs> in a 2000 movie. Joey Slotkin. <laughs> yeah, Joey Slotkin, A-list actor, of course. Yeah, A-list character actor, if you ask me. Yeah, but this doesn't make him an A-lister. I think it does. His, his talent puts him on the A-list. A-list is when you're marketable, <laughs> not when you're Joey well, Slotkin. I think with a name Greg like Joey Grunberg Slotkin, from... he's very marketable. I don't agree, but okay. Well, what about Greg Grunberg? He was the star of, uh, let's see, was it Arachnaquake? So Kevin Bacon, <laughs> Elizabeth Shue, and Josh Brolin got it. Yeah. <laughs> and a Ronometra cameo. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> but guys, this movie was written. Like, what? By Andrew Marlowe and Gary Scott Thompson. Who are they, Steve? I'm going to list off some of their, uh, their credits okay. here. Holland uh, 2. Marlowe wrote Air Force 1. <laughs> Showgirls 2. <clears throat> Not quite. Okay. End of Days, which has been on this podcast. Oh, boy. Uh, and he's also the creator of Castle. Who's that, Steve? You know, Nathan Fillion? <laughs> what he's been doing for lo- since Firefly? <laughs> I know. He's on the rookie now. I know of it. <laughs> but but Gary Scott Thompson, he gets credit for the screenplay and characters of the Fast and Furious franchise. He also wrote Time Cop Berlin Decision, 88 Minutes, the Las Vegas TV series, and, of course, he's been doing Fast and Furious ever since, because that's where the money's at. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so, guys, they all came together for this. Yeah! Oh, all right. So, the movie starts off with Alphabet Soup credits. And yeah. double credits at that. The weirdest thing about those Alphabet Soup credits is that, on top of those, like, listing people's names, they also put people's names, like, next to yeah, it. Yeah, double credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so you don't miss the big names like Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Kevin Shue. Bacon and Elizabeth Shue, <laughs> Greg Grunberg, Joey Slotkin. Yeah, whoever they are, exactly. Steve would leave me for Elizabeth Shue, given the chance. Oh, absolutely, Miss Shue, if you're listening. Um... <laughs> Steve is available. <laughs> I'm simply his backup. <laughs> but babe, this movie Steve. starts off with a rat in a cage. Oh, little sugary ratty muffin just running across the floor, living his best already life. He's Switch frolicking. Up. I have he no. He's a big bowl. Kill it. And it's kill it. Kill it with fire. And he frolics over to the ball. And then he has the sniffies. Oh, something sniffs. I'm sniffing something. And then it gets twisted in half. <laughs> oh. 
best scene in the bit, movie. By an invisible falls. <laughs> Steve's already into this movie, guys. Boy, so I don't know. And I'm out. <laughs> I'm tapped out. They they already killed off the only character I cared about. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm guessing Brendan tapped out a little while later too. After well, considering scene. I've seen this movie twenty times, I knew what to expect. But yeah, Yikes. I've seen this once before in theaters, uh, and then I was like, "Yep, I'm good. Good for life." I never seen so, this. Uh, so sorry, <laughs> I've never seen this in theaters. I should say. <laughs> so, I've so never seen this before. I am going. When they life. introduce the dog, we all know that dog's not long for this world, right? Oh, of course. The dog's way mm. too cute, even on thermal. Too yappy. <laughs> uh, but Kevin Bacon's just up in his apartment. Uh, I don't know. Being a smug motherfucker. Do, doing thing, just randomly picking molecules, I believe, on a computer screen. <laughs> well, yeah, he's playing like the molecule, like DOS computer game. Yeah. It's like Candy Crush, but like 15 years earlier or it's something. More like, it's I more thought like he was Pac-Man. playing Balls, the fighting game. <laughs> he's if also played that. He also starts off like as, like when he starts off, he's already a super creep. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he won't make that leap to the next stage, but he is a super creep off the bat. Super yeah. creep, he's super yeah, creepy. W- yeah, when I saw this originally, you know, I went sat down to watch this again. When I, I thought, but he was a good guy that turned bad, and then I watched this again last night, and I was like, no, he's a skis from the jump. You know what's weird though? I think at the beginning, and this maybe speaks to the fact that this movie came out in two thousand, but or two thousand one, two thousand, two thousand, yeah. I think it speaks to the just the time the movie came out, but they don't really like even when he's looking at the girl across like across the way, like the hot neighbor. Um, he's like they don't really make him look that bad. They're just kind of like, yeah, he's checking out this hottie. Yep. <laughs> Where like, and then when she closes her window, you're also meant to be like, ah, oh, damn, almost got to look at her. But it's like you watch it now, and you're like, no, that's a skis. <laughs> I, I what I really want to call the movie to task on is the clarity of the video conference call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean Skype in two thousand wasn't like picture perfect? Yeah, because in two thousand nineteen, using Skype, it's still choppy and bad. <laughs> I what? Uh, it, uh, exactly. <laughs> well, they had state of the art technology back then. You know, they didn't have. Hmm. Uh, AOL choking them out or whatever at the time. <laughs> yeah, they had that dependable dial-up internet. That's right. Yeah. They had like five of those CDs ready to go. And... <laughs> I can't wait to cash in my next 17 hours. <laughs> Only forty six ninety five an hour. Yeah! <laughs> uh, but, but Bacon uh, eventually has an epiphany picking his balls. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, he picks them in the right order or something, and that creates a stable molecule. What does that mean? We'll find out, I guess? I don't know. He also looks like a wet mop, I'm just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's looked better before. <laughs> what? Uh, but this, this wet mop ends up making a call to <laughs> Elizabeth Shue in the middle of the night. By the way, I learned that uh, Elizabeth Shue sleeps fully dressed. 
Boo. <laughs> Boo this movie. Boo. In fact, I dare say she wears more when she's sleeping than she does when she's at work. <laughs> you mean in the uh, in in the highly secret, uh, highly volatile lab? Yeah. That, that, that V is definitely higher when she's sleeping. Right? Oh, yeah. Those <laughs> dim titties are definitely much more exposed. That's how she works, Steve. She's got to let the girls breathe. Yeah. That's if there's anything I've learned from movies, it's that's that's how lady scientists work. Yeah, lady scientists. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, uh, is that the sequel? Is that the sequel to Lady Hawk? Lady scientist. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah. So he calls basically like I've done it. I've done it. I figured it out. Blah blah blah. Okay, that's cool. I'll see you in the morning. Boop. And then they go to a top secret warehouse facility. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we see a bunch of test animals and. Some of them you can't see, and so it's like, oh, <gasps> these barks are recorded, or but no, we see the thermal cameras, and oh, some of these shit. animals are invisible. Oh <gasps> shit! My... Steve, that's the name of your month. It is Invisi November. Oh! But there's some, not just because of Kevin Bacon, Elizabeth Shue, and Paul Verhoeven, and invisibility. No, there's one more reason. This is on our podcast. There's an ape in this movie. Yeah. It's Monk May all over again! Or April! <laughs> or January of the Apes! Or, yeah, there's a bunch. Uh, <laughs> or Primate! <laughs> yes, but there's an invisible gorilla that they're trying to feed. But they... Okay. Protocol in this, uh, mm. this facility is mm. really stupid because it's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to feed this guy. He's, he's in here somewhere, right? I can't wear these oh. cool infrared goggles that and would be been, super helpful. She's been having time. super aggressive outbursts, so I'm just going to leave the door open on her kennel. Yeah. Oh my god. And, and can I say too, the infrared goggles, like, they're great and all, and they work well. Why would you ever, like, they're, they're, they'll be searching for something in the movie with the goggles on, and then for, like, five minutes they'll just stop and take them right off. They, they must be really yeah. hot and uncomfortable. No. Uh, but I'm like, but I'm like, what are you doing? You have an invisible, gir- like, an invisible ape, like, running amok through a laboratory, and you're just like, whoa, gotta take a breather here. Uh, Brendan, I think I can explain <laughs> yeah. this one real quick. <clears throat> Plot! <laughs> There you go. Uh, yeah. And and also it's like, you know, a scary movie. Like, why don't you just turn the fucking lights on? Eh, don't time. Uh. No time for pants. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read my autobiography? <laughs> I read the title, obviously. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you definitely took a look at my manuscript. <laughs> Memoirs of a podcasting man. <laughs> no time for pants. So they now they have to trank the invisible gorilla. Yeah. Yes, and apparently nobody's ever shot a goddamn trunk gun before, even though you work in a lab full of fucking animals! Well, Josh Brolin definitely hasn't. Yeah, yeah like I was like, okay, it's directly in front of me, and he just like, pulls to the left and shoots it off the wall. It's like, what? I don't understand what you're doing. Also, so, yeah, jo- Josh Brolin and, uh, and Kevin Bacon hate each other, even though Kevin Bacon yeah. doesn't know that Josh Brolin is fucking his ass. Yeah, don't they, they don't know they're Eskimo brothers yet. They don't know, but they still just hate each other for no reason, even though they're co-workers. I'm guessing it's just because Kevin Bacon's an insufferable asshole. Well, babe, yeah, babe, who is a bigger Marvel villain? Was it Sebastian Shaw or Thanos? 
I'm saying, why don't... Uh, I, at this point, I'm already rooting for the ape to kill both of them. <laughs> Snap their little necks and let Elizabeth Shue take charge of the lab. Yes, let Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue and the Invisible Gorilla go on an adventure. Congo 2, Electric Boogaloo! <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Elizabeth Shue and the gorilla start a whirlwind romance. <laughs> There's that too. Hey, things happen on road trips, you know. Is this how Planet of the Apes start? Hey, listen, I saw Wolf Cop. I know how it works. Yeah. Wolf Cop. <laughs> Fine Canadian cinema. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. So eventually they uh, they trink uh, Isabel, this giant invisible gorilla, but then they. <laughs> strap her to a table you can't really see mm-hmm. you just see the belt kind of floating in the yeah. air not cgi at all yeah and uh <laughs> by the way the cgi in this is like the best cgi ever right i mean for 2000 <laughs> it's pretty okay Parks been out for seven years so <laughs> the c the cgi when they when they actually show like their insides or like you know the like the like the gorillas or whatever like moving around it's not great but i will say that the cgi when when uh people are invisible and they have things attached to them i kind of liked that yeah. oh yeah yeah that was that it was all right it just there were uh, it was inconsistent. There were some of the invi- there were some of the scenes where like you buy it, and then there were some of the scenes where it was like, "Well, this looks like something off a of Super Nintendo." Yeah, like anytime <laughs> Kevin Bacon was like covered with something, I was like, "That looks pretty cool." Yeah, like when he like when he's invisible and wet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Invisible we get it. You like watching uh, <laughs> Kevin Bacon just be dripping wet and naked. I wanted to see that wet bacon. Yeah. Oh, you. We we noticed this time watching it. You get to see plenty of bacon. There, there. Uh, yep, there's definitely a visadong that makes some appearances. Visadong. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so so they inject Isabel, and yeah, you kind of see veins, and then her muscles, and the yeah, bones kind of regenerate. Yeah, you injections like her cardiovascular system starts showing up <laughs> and and of course she starts freaking out because yep. well you know her body's regenerating or some shit and she's starting to she see can it feel her eyelids laying. again yeah. for the first time in who knows how long there if if i'm reading it right they're altering dna correct yeah i <sighs> they're they're tampering with like the the construction of the genes not they're 501s, but, you know, the stuff that makes you up as a solid human person. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they're affecting the genes, so then they just turn transparent, but that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it, science. Mm, no. Si- science. You have a Kevin science Bacon award for a reason, Steve. <laughs> Why? Miss Shu, would you like to explain cold fusion to us once again? It's actually quite simple. If you look at this chart here... It no, 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 come back, Miss Shu! <laughs> Damn you from the saint! <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of expecting that scene to come back in this movie. Oh, when, yeah. Especially this uh, next one where they have the meeting with the Department of Defense. Yeah, the talk about like, their funding. Yeah, how's that research coming? Well, we're, we're not quite there yet, but uh, if you look at this chart, we can and then, see... And then they show a video of the ape they killed. No, the ape is alive. No, no, this is a previous one where they tried to bring it back. Oh. It basically deteriorated and like jaw was hanging off the arm yeah. was disfor- disfigured and whatnot i will say that one thing that did drive me nuts in this movie a little bit is that there's so much quipping <laughs> oh my yeah it was almost like the ghostbusters 
reboot where there was like just everybody get a line in and uh, we'll use the best one and they just left all of them in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now it's your turn, Kristen Wig. Uh, uh, Calabunga. Well, mm, all right, all right. What else you got? Uh, I also have a note here that uh, I'm pretty sure Kevin Bacon wrote the descriptive lines from the general because he just blows him in regards to his genius for like a solid minute and a half. Yeah. He's like, you're the, you're the greatest the, scientific mind I've ever met. My God, you've inspired the Lionel- me. I will say the Lionel-Rama thing you mentioned earlier, Nathan, makes a little bit more sense in the other movie, seeing as how it's a comedy, while this one yeah. is supposed to be like some like thriller, science, sci-fi, movie. horror thing. Yeah. yeah. Although it's Paul Verhoeven, so obviously it's super steeped in political satire. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, this needed Kurt Woodsmith. Go on. Yeah, it did. He needed to be the general yes. or lead scientist or whatever. <laughs> Bitches leave! <Yeah>, right. <laughs> now see, Kurt Woodsmith, I totally see uh, become, starting as an asshole, becoming more of an asshole and going on a killing spree. There we go. <laughs> oh, you want him as Hollow Man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. You wouldn't even have him as like... <laughs> hot, sh- hot shot scientist Kurt Woodsmith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my 45 just, years of experience of working on this project. Hey, uh, Elizabeth Shue, why ain't you banging me anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my Draw me for that Josh Brolin guy. <laughs> yeah, Isn't Barbara Streisand his stepmom or something like that? He just feels more I'm old enough to bang her. Oh boy! Uh, but yeah, so the Department of Defense uh, they they kind of threatened to pull their funding unless they get results, and then everybody's like, "Well, why didn't we just tell them we had results?" And Kevin Bacon's like, "No, no, no, we're not quite there yet. We gotta take it up to Phase Three, babe. What's Phase Three? Gotta put a human in it. Yeah, human testing. Because you know, Jonas Salt tested the polio vaccine on himself. Yeah. Right? Well, that's never worked out poorly for anybody. Yeah. Nope. Hey, Marie Curie, she's fine. Yeah. To this day. <laughs> you know? he, Eli Whitney, he ran himself through the cotton gin just fine. <laughs> George Washington Carver never invented peanut butter, despite his peanut allergy. <laughs> JFK, wait, wait, no. <laughs> Not exactly a yeah. scientist. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know. Mar- Marilyn Monroe taught him science. She taught him Lady something. scientist. Hey, and, okay, so after they have this discussion about going to human trial and thrashing is having none, none of it, <laughs> Footloose and Back to the Future 2 and 3 get into the, uh, the, the Camaro, or no, convertible, and they drive off like a cup, bunch of teens on spring break. Woohoo! Back to the science lab! It reminded me of, like, I thought I was watching Truth or Dare for a second. With the most late 90s music ever. <laughs> I don't remember what yes. it was, but I just remember going oh, like, like everything Bacon's about like this movie is oh, the yeah. most late '90s thing ever. <laughs> well, Kevin Bacon, uh, funny enough that he sings horribly in this movie because <laughs> fun fact, he's also a singer. Oh, shit. oh, I've seen him in concert. Him and his brother Michael. Oh it's my actually god, actually pretty Excuse amazing. Me? Oh yeah, the really? Hard Rock Cafe when I was living in Denver. <gasps> yeah, I got a picture with him and everything. Holy shit, you guys Steve. are fucking awesome. Steve! I know, right? Kevin Bacon, friend of the podcast. 
What? No. <laughs> you might get a chance of interviewing Michael Bacon. I can give him a call. Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. No, you would never do that. <laughs> Speaking of would never do that, there's a scene around this time where Josh Brolin is about to get blown by Elizabeth Shue. Oh, yeah. But he okay. can't stop thinking about work. He'd rather talk about work than get blown by Elizabeth Shue. And okay, so- took me immediately out of the movie. <laughs> most Steve, unrealistic I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve I literally wrote this down hey Josh Brolin STFU and fuck Elizabeth Shue <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> you guys think I'm joking no realistically I think that might be the least believable scene that yeah. a guy is about yeah. to get blown and he's like you know what Let's just take a moment and talk about your ex slash our boss <laughs> invisible gorilla is yeah. cool in a movie where a man turns invisible the most unbelievable thing in it is refusing a blowy from Elizabeth Yes! Shue. I do believe on board that the power that. of boners is 100%. that strong. <laughs> Wait, but but I don't know if this is around the same time, because my note right after this is that there's a line about Brolin, Brolin uh, fitting better in Elizabeth's shoe. Yep. Oh, yeah. They, yes. Yeah. She says, he fits better. I'm like, oh, he's got a smaller dick. Yeah, yeah he's not completely <laughs> ripping me not, in half like Kevin Bacon does. <laughs> Not necessarily smaller, just a better contour to the curves of her vagina. It's snug. See, it's, Thanos it's, yeah, has yeah, a question mark shaped cock. Guys, and... guys, guys, guys. It's a corkscrew like a duck. You're, oh, God. you're missing a whole nother option. With bacon, it might have been a hot dog in a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so Brolin could have a huge dick. Yeah. He's got, he's got more of the uh, cat food can. She could be, like, she could be basically a puppet. That's horrifying. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, bro. I don't know. I like to think that he has a corkscrew penis like a dog. Oh, too. your dick is too big for my vagina. Your bacon's a little too squiggly for me. <laughs> I played Winston Churchill. <laughs> So speaking of horrible jokes, <laughs> Hollow Man. Oh, oh this, Hollow Man. This, so the Superman there, joke. There, yeah, there's a good two minute scene in this movie where Kevin Bacon tells a Superman and Wonder Woman rape joke. And <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of rape in this movie. Yes, yeah. a lot more than I expected, <laughs> and each time I was taken aback. <laughs> aback, he says. <laughs> aback. Every single time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's like, it, he's talking about like fucking Wonder Woman or something, and or, but then the joke is that he raped the Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah. You, I can, I could deliver the joke because I'd heard the joke several oh, yeah. times before I saw this movie. Okay, so we already heard the punchline. So, but then he's like, "All right, well, after that joke, let's go turn me invisible. Maybe I'll get raped by Superman. I don't know. That's what he's aiming for. <laughs> Who is Superman in the early two thousands? Uh, Tom Welling? Oh yeah, Smallville or whatever. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because the Superman <laughs> Returns wasn't until like 2006. Yeah, so it would have been yeah, it would have been Smallville. Well, yeah. there you go. So that's what Kevin Bacon wants. <laughs> Smallville, but a nice fit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. So Kevin Bacon, the whole team, uh, he gets injected with the I don't know serum or whatever that turns him invisible. It's a thing. Don't don't look too hard into it. And that fucking guy with the headphones around his neck is so cool, you guys. So cool. Yeah. You know why he's chill? Because he's got his headphones around his neck. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I just I just thought he stuck out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you also expect him to have like the it's it's connected to a Walkman, right? That's the only reason they have those headphones. Oh no. I'm no, assuming no. but I They're just a fashion. I, I don't know. I feel like during surgery he probably shouldn't have them on. <laughs> no, he desperately needs them. <laughs> okay. Hey, are we talking fine. about the guy that's basically a glorified janitor? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. But <laughs> why? Why Ray is he Greenberg? in the surgery room? That's what I want. To know. The only, the only one that's like, I think it's cool that you're invisible. But he might have killed someone. Nah, uh, Sebastian's awesome. So, uh, did you rape anybody? <laughs> yeah, that, that's later. We'll get to that. We'll get <laughs> so to you that. Rape anybody oh, today? But yeah, so so Kevin Bacon turns invisible, <sighs> but not before we see the uh, hanging muscle dong and uh, yeah. some nice Kevin Bacon back sack. Yeah, and, lots of bacon oh, back sack. When he's like going into convulsions because it's like, you know, apparently it's a process turning invisible. By the way, this is when we find out that the straps on the table to hold a man down do nothing. Oh, I mean, they're, they were perfectly fine for the gorilla. Yeah, but they're made of confetti yeah. when they, when they, apparently when, uh, when Bacon's all hooked up. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Kevin Bacon guy's job to strap him down. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is stronger than a gorilla. That's what this movie is telling us. Yeah. Well, I mean... If his muscular dong is any indication. <laughs> also, and I, I don't want to be too nitpicky about this, but th- was I the only one who saw several air bubbles going into yes, the injection? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is he, is he pointed that yeah, out several okay. times? And I'm like, no, no, that's... Okay, yeah, yeah that's absolutely true. He's... Uh, he's Embolism. Wouldn't that be great if that was the twist ending? (laughs) Oh shit! Maybe that's actually what happened in the rest of the movie. Is Jacob's ladder? Yes. Very good. He died on the operating table. (laughs) Also, okay. Why do they do a direct injection for trying to bring them back, but they have to use like an IV to put the other one in? Plot. Plot. Right. I have no idea. This science in this movie, like, was. Pretty flawless, oh, but there were a couple things no, here. No, I got it. I got it. They can't find the vein when they're invisible to put the IV in, so they have to do a direct injection. That's why they're having a harder time bringing them back. But they they can because they yeah. spray the vein so they can they, see. They spray it. the outside. Hmm. Yeah. Plot. Anyway, plot. Yeah, there um, you go. So yeah, he turns invisible, and then we smash cut to seventeen hours later. Apparently. <laughs> Because he's just been sleeping the whole time in his... Yep. Oh, the timeline in this thing is all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> luckily they fill you in every so often. Does like, he... it's been ten days! It's been three months! Yeah. It's been fourteen months, eighteen days! Yeah, it, it, this is a running theme with Invisible Man movies, is that the uh, the timeline's all over the place? Like, is it? does it all happen in three days? Does it happen over the course of six months? We don't know. Do we care? I don't know. That's what I didn't know if this movie took place over the course of three months or a year. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it's only supposed to... Except for when they told you, oh, it's been ten goddamn days. Yeah. But then later it's like, wait, but how did that happen? Uh huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Kevin Bacon wakes up. He's, he's, he feels perfectly fine, you know, a little, well, except for a little uh, indigestion and stuff like that. But uh, basically, after a couple days, uh, he, he, he just wants to go for a little walk. He's yeah. he's been cramped up in his little quarantine room or whatever. Well, no, they they try to bring him back after three days because doesn't he? While he's invisible during the initial experiment, he feels up 
the redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, another another scene of an attempted sexual assault. Yeah, attempted my ass. ass. That is a full blown se- sexual assault. That's yes. Oh well, yeah. He. I, for, sorry, I forgot that you could see that he's like squeezing her tit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Or or it has his mouth there. I don't know. You know what? I'm pretty sure it's just a hand. I don't know. The shirt wasn't that far off. Guys, trust me, I've analyzed this scene very carefully. And I like how Izzy's like, hmm, I like the mouth better. It makes it more oh. appalling. Yeah, it makes him much, I, much creepier. Oh, that's, that's the way the way points. the way the uh the way they portrayed the nipple tug, it looked like a mouth. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, I, I have to say this. The, this top secret facility, mm-hmm. all kinds of weird experiment stuff going on, yep. involving invisibility. Yep. Why are there not cameras everywhere? There are. We know from the gorilla escape, there are infrared cameras everywhere. Really? Yeah. Yes, but why aren't there infrared and standard cameras everywhere? Yeah. And, and also... The security team, recorded footage, blah, 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 closed circuit, even closed circuit to an offsite. This this is all standard issue stuff, even for top, especially for top secret facilities, except this one. Yeah, no, no, no. When, we, this is this is the part that pisses me off even more. When, in the opening, the opening scene when the gorilla, the invisible gorilla escapes, we see that there are infrared cameras everywhere because the guys up in the tower are watching her while the guys on the ground have their like fucking goggles on. It is there. They don't use it for the rest of the fucking movie. What? <laughs> if they had one scene where Kevin Bacon goes crazy and smashes all the cameras, okay, cool, I get it. Yeah, but they don't even have no, that. They just choose to, to not use it. We we found a loophole in this movie. The one <gasps> loophole. <laughs> the one. Flaw. Otherwise, it's yeah. perfect. <laughs> perfect film. Well, there's also a scene where uh, Kevin Bacon kind of sneaks up behind Elizabeth Shue while she's microscoping for whatever reason. Yeah. And just starts like giving her a back rub and I don't know, a little little titty jiggle or something. Yeah, hey, I'm, like, I'm hey. supposed to be uninvisible in in one more day. We should uh you we should perform another experiment. You ever a fucking invisible doesn't, guy? Doesn't yeah. he put his dick on the back of her neck? Yeah. Yeah, that was but I'm like, Oh god, really? She gets teabagged. What, what do you think this He's is? Like, like uh, Yeah, what do you think this is? Blah 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 blah. Do you think I ejaculate invisibly? Because I did. <laughs> oh, that'd is be a gross movie a where everything is invisible except for all your fluids. <laughs> 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 Izzy, only you would think of that. I love you for it. Yeah, I have questions about just the things that appear and don't appear. Uh, just... Well, you know it, what? Let's give Brent another yeah, 25 cents. Exactly. I know why the things disappear and don't appear the way they should. It's because of blah. Yeah. Right. It, that's the thing with like every Invisible Man movie. It's like it shows a scene where like they eat something and then you can see it like go into their stomach and then it like magically disappears or whatever. Otherwise, you're just watching yeah. like a digestive track walk around for a movie and it's like <laughs> the bottom half of it's brown and you don't want to It's yeah. You don't want to watch a colon work from the inside no, out? No, no. Not, yeah. not, not, not when it's throwing out exposition. Okay, one more question. What what happens if the uh, the person or the animal has like has a tapeworm? Does the tapeworm also become invisible? Eventually. I think that's how it goes, right? Well, 
the invisibility in this movie is due to the manipulation of the DNA of the person. So when they're eating, they're eating the the makeup of whatever it is that they're eating. That hasn't been altered by the serum. So you should be able to see a digestive tract floating around with ha- like chewed up food yeah. in it. But we don't. So. Yeah, but we don't. It so. only be, it only <laughs> it only pulls into the DNA when it starts to digest everything. That's it. So you wouldn't see the poop, you'd just see the food. Yeah, but instead, uh all right. So they try to bring Kevin Bacon back to the world of the seeing and the mm-hmm. re- the reversion process or whatever they call it uh it doesn't quite work. Something goes wrong, uh the straps are super shitty and he's able to like pop out and just run off. Um, he he punches somebody a couple of people oh, for no yeah. reason. Yeah, just like ah, get off me, plap plap plap. Which like he like does a like an actual punch. It's not just like flailing and slapping and clawing yeah. and all of that. He's got good form. This is where uh, Steve brought up a good point. Did he sabotage the uh, reversal ser- serum? That is a valid. Yeah, because question. he totally gives Josh bullshit to like ah, oh, you fucked it up and blah blah blah. He's like, hey hey. I did exactly what I did before, all right? Just I just a... followed your directions, yeah. boss. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, because, like, when you see him by himself later on, he does seem pretty miserable that he's still invisible. Yeah, he does. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That was just a thought I had when I was watching it. Like, oh, maybe there's a... That's what's kind of implied. But maybe he's also he's been, actor? like, slipping into madness. So could he have sabotage his own serum sort of slipping into madness and then when he looks all miserable and that is like him sort of like snapping out of it being like oh fuck what have i done yeah mm-hmm. we're putting way too much thought into a yeah. i've thought about this movie. more than paul verhoeven has <laughs> <laughs> clearly yeah, but okay so he's invisible and everybody's like all right well we got to put a mask on you so we can see you and it's not as weird trying to talk to you <laughs> blah 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 so they give him a little pink goo latex mask that they make him um here's a quick question why not just throw an iron mask on him? Yeah. Or a collar. <laughs> Track the collar. So you can see him walking around like, oh, hey, that's that's where his neck is. So his head's probably, I don't know, four to six inches above Ask that. Ask him to wear pants in the lab. <laughs> Stop getting his invisible pubes the idea all over. Was, yeah. <laughs> I think the idea was so they could actually have a face to talk to so it wouldn't be so yeah. off-putting. Yes, because that face is much but, less you off-putting. Know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no yeah, eyes, Yeah, right, no exactly. <laughs> Always oddly backlit. Yeah. Yeah, no arms, hey, short sleeves. Yeah. I get it. His life jacket is off, and that turns me on. How does, like, a shark's fin? Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh, it's at this point, Steve, I just want to make mention of a line here that I was, uh, again, a, lo- a little, uh, I don't want to say shocked, but it kind of went, whoa, okay. Um, we have the bro dude with the headphones. He's, like, looking at a magazine, and he just goes, I'd suck the tits right off you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, this yeah. is how guys talk, right? No. What? 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 Wait. No. Hundred percent. No. Yes. But, but no. This is how. This is how guys just like think and act and talk. They... Yeah. This is a locker room talk, I don't... right? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yes. I don't think I've ever said I'd suck the tits right off you. <laughs> well, not a human. <laughs> a cow, though. <laughs> Maybe even a goat. <laughs> uh, S- Steve, we need to have a conversation well, after this recording. Well, Brendan. 
I think you, you prefaced it when you were talking about Greg Grunberg's character and calling him a dude bro. Yeah. Yes, that's how dude bros talk. I've never even heard that in a, as a dude bro talking. Hey, dude bro? How many dude bros do you hang out with? I'm not hang out with, but talk to, unfortunately. He's on Twitter. Okay. He knows yeah. all the dude bros. I'm on the internet. I've, I'm, I'm on the internet, Nathan. I've seen plenty of dude bros. <laughs> he has those interwebs. Not that, no, doesn't count. Doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. He, Steve and Izzy are right. It's, it is legit locker room talk. <laughs> I don't know. And I know you, Brendan. The only time we see you run is away from sports. So... <laughs> I guarantee you haven't been in the locker room situation where that has been going on. Yes, 100%. That's how dude bros talk. Oh, wait, wait, no. You know what it is? We were in the same... We gotta gotta put it in context. Nathan, we were in the same locker room for years. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta put it in context. Brendan, perhaps you're more listening to like, yeah, bro, totally told her I'd suck her tits right off. Eh? And then then I took root? No, sorry. (laughs) Right off. I don't don't think so. I guarantee you. I've never heard a single one of the boys during any of the wrestling shows saying, I would suck them right off. <laughs> I've heard people say I would suck those titties, but not right off. I have legitimately heard wrestlers say, oh my god, I, I would go to jail for raping her, absolutely. That's so, unfortunate. I'm telling you, saying that you're going to suck the tits off something, yeah, so light, I light by comparison. stand in defiance. <laughs> Stand in defiance all you want. I was there when it happened. I That's can fine. say as a lady who has yeah. had guys ask her, what would you do if I bent you over and raped you? Uh, the only oh. answer to that oh. is, well, <laughs> I would castrate you, so let's see how far you get. God, see, Brendan? I'm not denying what you said earlier about what you heard. I'm just saying I I think his line is ludicrous. <laughs> are, are you saying that may not be the best pickup line? <laughs> yes. Well, it's in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, but it's down towards the bottom. Of worst pickup lines, Shyamalan twist. <laughs> All right, so what? we're ten days no. into his invisibility now, and <laughs> and uh, Kevin Bacon's turned into a bit of a super asshole. Yeah, turned yeah. into. Well, he's gone from like you know asshole to super asshole, insufferable. But now he's an yeah, asshole with a superpower. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, he's like Brightburn. He basically decides he wants to go out for a walk <laughs> and a drive. Because, yeah. you know, he can. Um, and is this the part where he messes with the camera? Uh, no. Yes. No. Uh, is no, it later it's later. Yet? No, this is... No, yeah, that is oh, later. That's right. this, this time, this time he talks to Grunberg and he's basically like, hey, I'm just going to go out for a walk. Don't tell nobody. It'll be fine. I'll be yeah. back in an yeah. hour or something like that. Although he says it a little meaner. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm going out! Yeah, his he must be bipolar because his emotions turn on a dime in this movie. Even when he's not invisible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, watching Kevin Bacon in this movie, he's a lot like the uh, scientist in Deep Blue Sea, where he just has like the the god complex thing kind of going. He's like, "I'm the smartest motherfucker mm-hmm. alive," and blah blah blah. <laughs> Except uh, in that movie, he gets eaten by a freaking shack. Uh, whereas in this one, he ends up he gets eaten by a freaking shack. Spoiler alert. By an invisible shark. <laughs> no, no. That's the sequel, Steve. Yeah. They inject the invisibility oh serum into sharks and release them into the ocean. Deep, the deep blue deep, hollow so, sea. <laughs> hollow yeah, sea. <laughs> that would be fucking terrifying. Invisible. Deepest. Bluest. Coming to the sci-fi network. You don't see me That coming. would be fucking horrifying. Can you imagine an invisible shark? No. Oh my no, God. No, I can't. My mind can't take it. <laughs> Invisa shark. This fall, 
Hollow Shark. What's... Right, so... <laughs> Hollow Shark. <laughs> so, uh... It'd be funny if they did the title wrong and they're just like, Shark Man! <laughs> Ooh! Sharky Ooh. Hollow. Ooh. <laughs> oh, so he's also missing his head, too? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a flaming pumpkin. Invisible headless shark. I was thinking about if they, uh, if they got the title wrong and then I realized in this movie there probably were some hollow shards. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to put this out into the ether uh, while we're on the subject. Sharky and George the movie. Make it happen, Hollywood. <laughs> Hobbs and Shark. You guys know what Sharky and George is? Yeah, I think it's a Jason Canadian Sam's show, isn't punch it? Punch a shark. It's time for yeah. Uh, it's time for the rock to punch a shark. Hobbs and Shark. Wait a second, Sharky and George, Canadian, right? Uh, Canadian and French. never heard okay, of it. Okay, yeah. So, guys, you owe it to yourself to watch the cartoon Sharky and George. They are, in fact, the crime busters of the sea. Pass. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Doctor Bacon's How out dare you? drive. How dare you? It's like well, fish look, police. Look, but if it were just Canadian, Canadian, maybe. Content. But also French? Come on. I'm a shark. It's not in French. I'm a shark. <laughs> shark. <laughs> and then, and the, and, the, and the theme song has has rhythmic uh, snapping. I mean, you'll love it. So Doctor Bacon's out for a drive. <laughs> Whatever your loss. <laughs> Seamless segue. Dr. Holloman. Dr. Holloman. And uh, he, <laughs> he uh, stumbles upon uh, a car filled with kids in the middle of the night, which, okay, cool, whatever. Oh, I love and, that scene. Yeah. And the kids are like, look at him, look at him. And so he shows off his hollow eyeballs and hollow mouth and the, the weird mask that he's wearing. And the kids freak out and probably have sharts. But... Yeah, hollow sharts. <laughs> Therapy bills, etc. No, really, didn't have a face. By the way, if you see that, you just think it's a ghost, right? Not an invisible man. Yeah, far, far less. Especially unsettling. if you're a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, invisible man versus the ghost bros. Oh jeez. <laughs> Doctor Bacon goes to his apartment, um, and he's I don't know looking around for a pack of smokes or something. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he just wanders around his apartment. But then he notices his neighbor across the way. Oh, yeah. And, of course, she's just... She always has the curtains just wide open, even when she's, like, undressing, titties out in the wind. Well, you Um, open them to undress, Steve. This is the rule of being a girl. Yeah, otherwise you get claustrophobic. Well, because it's a movie, though, she does close them just before we see anything. True, Uh, true, true. I don't know. We kind of saw some boobies in the distance when she was closing them, and Kevin Bacon's like, oh, damn, she figured it out. Uh, but she then, was a creeper across the way from her. But then he gets an idea. <gasps> a very rapey idea. But he rips off those it. rubber gloves. Snap! Oh, 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 a rapey idea? You mean rape? <laughs> <laughs> He's got that rapey it's, look in his hollow eyes. I, I, I dare say at least a rapish idea. <laughs> you mean a full-on rape? I mean, I'm sure he went over there with the best of intentions to just watch her for a while, right? Because uh-huh. that's not creepy at all. If, yeah. I, if I remember anything from Memoirs of an Invisible Man, watching a beautiful woman sleep without her knowing, perfectly innocent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the 80s were a wonderful time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he goes over there and uh, is quite aggressive. We never get a... What? Quite aggressive. aggressive. (laughs) That's the most casual way of putting I've ever heard in my life. It's called trying to skip past that part. Because I have 
disturbing uh, thought on this. <laughs> oh god! Oh, Here we can go. I just say though, guys? Okay. Pack in, everybody. I think so. <laughs> I, I, oh, so. Okay. I was just going to say, I think I watched the director's cut where this scene actually went on for like two minutes. Oh, oh. ours was just a clip. Is that where the extra eight minutes? Oh, yeah, yeah no, but no. basically she like screams and her hair like flays out oh, and then it's and, like cut uh, And he spreads her legs. Oh, no, no. The, in this, in the director's cut, she screams, she gets knocked out of the ground and you see, like, you can tell she's getting like fucking like penetrated oh. for like two minutes. All right, that's yeah. All right, that's the difference in the director's cut. Okay. I, I assume there's going to be a pool scene like Showgirls Two or something. But... Well, there is a pool scene later. Oh shit, there, there is, is actually. Yeah. God yes. damn it, for hoping. Yeah, yeah, it's almost exactly like Showgirls. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> Izzy, go ahead. With your anyway, uh, your so dark, so dark the theory. team is looking for an invisible man. So you would assume they're probably listening to police radar about an invisible man or any sort of reports about weird things, whatever. They don't get any of that he just uh meanders back oh, to the God, office so right. he killed her yeah he because totally she never did. called the cops no no here's the thing in the director's cut you, you they do cut back to her after yeah oh. okay okay she's never heard from and she's guy. on the bed she's she's alive yeah, she's like she's like bruised and there's like red marks on yeah her. she's alive she's just like you know like obviously fucking traumatized and crying but yeah and then and then we never cut back to her yeah. again Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. no, in I, this I've one, seen that version before it, then because I remember it being a little, a little more intricate. In this one, yeah, no, she gets yeah. knocked to the ground, her legs get spread, she's screaming, and then we never hear from her again. So I just assume she died. No, I think she's just horribly traumatized from that event. It's re- it's really unfortunate because like you like you introduce this character just so <laughs> Kevin Bacon can rape yeah. someone, and then you just never see what happens to her. Well, and then the thing is that like he was gone out and about on his little uh, walkabout for a while. How many people did he do this to? Oh well, Izzy, I think we can all agree though that he was quite aggressive. He was quite aggressive. <laughs> You get, get quite aggressive with her. <laughs> yeah, well, and then... Horrible. Of course, what happens after. All right, so yeah, so later that night, he goes back to the office, and everybody's like, where were you? He's like, I just went out, you know, stretch my legs a little bit, blah, blah, blah. Including someone yeah. else's. Then we cut back to Elizabeth Shue's yeah. apartment, I'm assuming the next night. Mm-hmm. And we get indications there's an invisible man there. Right. Continue. Yeah, I was gonna say, but yeah, then we get uh, go to Elizabeth Shue's apartment, and she's just lying there, you know, as she does, fully dressed. But then she's not quite so fully dressed. She starts getting fondled a little bit. Her top gets unbuttoned because who sleeps on a fucking button up top? Yeah. Oh, my top. Things start getting slightly more aggressive, as my wife would put it. (laughs) He starts getting more aggressive. (laughs) And then her panties start getting pulled down. Yeah. And then, oh oh my god, that was a horrible nightmare. Oh, she wakes up fully dressed once again. Yeah. But then the phone rings. Hello? (laughs) And I don't know what that call's about, but I think it's like, hey, you need to come down to the office because I'm I'm close. I I don't know. Is anyone there? (laughs) Hey, where where is, can you check out where uh, Sebastian is? Yeah, he's sleeping. I'm watching him right now in thermal. Okay, cause yeah, I just gotta shake my sheets out real quick. I might have shit on them. Oh my god, is that a man in the middle of my sheets? No, nope, it's just the wind. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Josh Brolin's getting so close to figuring out how to pick the balls in the right order or whatever on yeah, this video game to pick. make a stable molecule. He just, he just wants to pick Sebastian's balls. Yeah. 
Guys, I almost got a high score. Just keep watching, <laughs> yeah. keep watching. But also, he can't figure out the B and C. Yeah. He says. But, the balls and cocks. Yeah, stu- stupid analogies. But <laughs> here's the thing. Why isn't Sebastian helping them figure yeah, it out? He- this is why I was like, he's obviously sabotaging so he stays invisible. Steve... He can't play computer games. He's invisible. That, yeah, no, he's got that nothing, nothing else to do. He literally has nothing else to do. He doesn't even have excuses like, man, I need to blink. No, he can, like, focus. He, he can't... Uh, this is the law number 11 of invisibility states clearly you cannot participate in the plot. You uh, no attacking OCP employees. Yeah, we're all very familiar with that. You can't be useful in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Fuck. Okay. On, on a side note, am I the only one who found that uh, invisible Kevin Bacon, at least with the mask and stuff on, looked more like uh, R- Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, see that. You got a Deadpool thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. He just looks at the camera. Boy, it sure sucks being invisible, huh? But I bet I can have some fun. <laughs> bet you go get real aggressive with some ladies. <laughs> Did you just see that last scene? That was quite aggressive. Now here, I'm going to turn on my headphones and listen to listen to some air supply. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. So happy that didn't play during yeah, that scene. Right. <laughs> Good she lord. She hops over her radio and it just comes on. <laughs> oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, He's listening to the police. Every step you take. No, no, no. We get even creepier than that kiss. Sixteen. Oh god. Sixteen. Hey, babe, babe. We're it's talking like about scene. rape. We're not talking about like underage. That. Come on. Statutory rape. It's like that scene in Us where they accidentally knock over that radio and it's like, "Fuck the police!" Coming straight from the underground. <laughs> I got five on it. Don't do drugs. Oh, Is this song so about good. drugs? So no, no. Good. Shh. Just, just, no, no, it's just a feel the music. Don't do drugs. <laughs> that is oh, the I most dad movie. scene I've like <laughs> the truest, most realistic dad scene I've seen in a movie. I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so get... But anyway, back to back to not so not as good movies. Yeah, so Doctor Holloman figures out he can just do a loop in a camera by adding another motherboard or something. I don't know. Not whatever. how cameras work. Yeah. Not how not cameras even a bit. work. But um, but he figures that out so he can escape, and then uh, he in real life now goes over to Elizabeth Shue's apartment where you see she's been banging Thanos ah! Woo! but uh so yeah so he breaks the window like you know just like like, like a jealous 12 year old like <laughs> but back at the lab uh he's he's a little uh he's a little unnerved by the whole situation he he doesn't like being Eskimo brothers with uh Josh Brolin and so uh there's a dog that just won't stop barking, and God knows we've all been there. Am I right? Shut up! Shut up, you stupid dog! Flap, 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 flap. That was pretty oh, you brutal. Watched he just like it. that dog is fuck, just swings him like a yeah. baseball bat. Yeah, which by the way, like being invisible doesn't give you like super strength. How do you no. know? But being pissed like, off does. He was manipulating the DNA. The way he swung that like that was a that was a big dog. That no, wasn't just like a little like chihuahua. Yeah, that was a little like ten pounder. They did alter his gene structure. They never said anything about him getting stronger. They just said it would make him like his his behavior, like his attitude. But he is Kevin Bacon shit. Yeah, guys, what do people do when they're on PC? They do amazing, uh, like, incredible superhuman stuff. Yes. 
So what I wanted to see was much like uh, Pet Cemetery Two. Oh, I wanted to see the dog, one of the other dogs, I guess in this case, get revenge and just attack Kevin Bacon at the end. Yeah. <laughs> dog vengeance. Yeah. Nope. Just hashtag dog murder. Well, whatever. All right, but they uh, then then the rest of the crew the next day they uh, find out about the the loop in the camera thing. And so basically they decide, oh, like... Oh, Elizabeth Shue finds it out. She's the one who cracks that code. Well, yeah, but then, but she, then goes in she to talk tells to everybody him. and they're like, what the fuck, this guy's blah, blah, blah. So, Let's so go get him. Just real quick, I just say, so she goes in to talk to him. She looks on the camera. He's supposedly sleeping. She slams her hands down on the bed. She was gonna, like, be like, hey, motherfucker, where's my dog? <laughs> but <laughs> then Scruffy? there's nobody there and the camera still shows him sleeping and then that's when she rips the camera open. But yeah, she was gonna like dick punch him. <laughs> Do you find it's weird? Are you talking about Elizabeth Shue or the other girl? No, it was it, it was Elizabeth Shue. Okay, why does that other girl work there? She's the vet. Yeah, because she clearly has a hate on for animals. Yeah, she, yeah. She's she, but she's like the greatest vet they could afford, and they pay well apparently. Yeah, no, no, they they talked about it in like the first five minutes of the movie. Um, <laughs> no, Elizabeth Shue was told to get. They pay well enough for her to abandon all of her principles, which she doesn't because she keeps like bringing it up. That's why no, it didn't make sense to me. One of the best me. vet in the country. No, she clearly she does because she doesn't stop working there. No, I know, but it, it like it doesn't make sense yeah. for that character to even work but, there. But, but here's here's the thing. I think after that first experiment where the ape came back begging for its own death, after that they're like, all right, we may need a vet here just to make sure yeah. think you know we can get him back stable. Maybe I don't know. We didn't know their their pattern. Like oh, that means they have pain in their back. I don't know. Whatever. I'm. I'm trying to fill in loopholes here for Paul Verhoeven, all right? I can say after Because he's working, a master filmmaker. I can say after working in the animal industry, there are a bunch of people who are diehard, bleeding heart animal lovers who work in jobs you would be like, no, that's against all your principles. Because they feel like if they're there, as bad as the animals are sort of being treated while they're there, they know they would be treated worse if they weren't there. Yeah. She's sort of there to be like, hey, I know this is wrong, but at least if I'm here, I can make their pain a little bit less. And she's also there to spay and neuter all the invisible cats and dogs so that you don't have <gasps> an entire That's why Kevin of feral... Bacon is so angry. She spayed and neutered him while he was out. Shit, that's right. <laughs> she saw that throbbing well, muscle no, that bacon dog and was like, nope, we gotta take that care wouldn't of this. Have been... <laughs> There would have been so, a scene after that, though, that would have, would have wait, made a lot less sense. Wait, wait, wait. True. So, yeah, so then was Rona Mitra the, the neighbor lady raped? Or was it, like, halfway through, he, he was like, oh, so, something's wrong, something's not... Fuck! And then that's why she's, like, still oh, alive. Crying? No, you, they, they can still get a hard-on after after they've had their, their ball, oh, balls boy. taken off. It's a... Uh... So what happens next? Yeah. <laughs> do you guys, do I need to go into the specifics of castration, right. gentlemen? So, so the vet being there is like the environmental engineer that works for Chevron to make sure Chevron doesn't fuck up. That's, exactly. I, I think that's kind of what okay. we're getting at, right? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Sounds good. Okay. But then uh, Elizabeth Shue and Thanos, uh, sorry, Josh Brolin, they basically decide, all right, we need to talk to the uh, doctor that's with the Department of Defense. And basically say, all right, we totally fucked up, blah, blah, blah. But Sebastian, or I'm sorry, Kevin Bacon's following behind him uh, the whole time and basically see sees him tell the doctor. And I love how casual the doctor is where it's like, what, there's an invisible man running around doing shit? All right, we'll take care of it in the morning. You guys really screwed up. You guys really screwed the pooch on this one. Yeah. 
Yeah, clean out your desks if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I'll give you till morning. Yeah, you got a couple of hours. Start start your run to Canada or Mexico or wherever you you're going to run off to. That's what it was, right? Was he was giving them a chance to flee the country before their uh, court martial? <laughs> Why would they be court martialed? They're not in the military. Are they? Yeah, yeah, they're they're merely subcontracted by the military. Okay, then that goes straight to execution. I was going to say single single, single passenger car. They're, they're sing, single single person car accident. Single car accident. How did yeah. they get in the trunk though? <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, I, I I don't know. The doctor guy like goes out to his pool to have a puff on his pipe. So we get that hot yeah pool hot pool scene. action between him and uh, Doctor Holloman. Yeah. He gets fucked. Except instead of just spasming on top of the water like uh, Nomi and Showgirls, it's yeah. under the water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys, in the director's cut, There's that, in the background, two girls are just going at it the oh, whole shit. time. We gotta get this director's cut, babe. Yeah, eight more minutes. The Canadian eight version. More- <laughs> yeah, it's the Canadian version, exactly. There's witches, too. <laughs> These witches. <laughs> Like, wait, what? (laughs) Showgirls 2, recommended! (laughs) Department of Defense guy ends up getting drowned in the pool. He never gets a chance to call his superiors, so nobody knows that Dr. Holloman is loose and a psychopath. Nobody knows that the program is cut. Yeah, and then like Elizabeth Shue like uh, is like, all right, nobody's shown up to take us off, take us to jail. Something must be wrong. I got to call this doctor guy. Hello, is uh, Dr. Knucklesack there? What? My husband drowned in the pool. Dead? Why would you do this? Why would you call me like Oh my god, sorry, wrong number click. (laughs) Oh my god, he's dead. Do you think Dr. Coleman knows about it? Sebastian. Like, I don't know, but I'm going to make a quick call real quick. Oh, fuck, I ain't got a phone line. Oh, somebody's cut (laughs) all the lines. And this is when the movie goes from Hollow Man to Friday the 13th. Yeah. The call is coming from inside the house. Yes, right. Like, literally, it's a slasher yeah. movie now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, they go, they go. It's just, it was a weird, it's a weird jump. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't think, when I first saw it, I was like, I didn't think we were heading down to a, heading towards a slasher oh, movie. Oh, well, that's why they had to whittle down the cast to, like, the, the five people and the villain in the, this one place. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got rid of the Department of Defense. They got rid of the neighbor. Um, oh, that's right. Who else um, has a line in this movie? Um, and in true horror movie fashion, Steve, out of this group of scientists, who is the first one the to smart die? smart one? Because everyone runs off to go get this invisible wait, wait. man without goggles. You guys, you guys but, are forgetting the most important part. Elizabeth Shue decides she's going to go turn herself into the th- authorities, and the el- the secret elevator won't take her passcodes. So then they oh, go back Jesus. to the tech geek. Apparently, Dr. Sebastian's deleted everybody's passcodes except for his. Except for, I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, tech geek, the whole reason we have you here is to <laughs> run all the tech. Wouldn't technically your codes supersede and Dr. Sebastian's? What? What Brendan's alluding yes, to you. is that the black girl yes, gets because she went her. back yes, to get the, the fucking goggles. No, but I'm saying like the most tropey horror movie thing oh, ever. But, yeah, uh, because she yeah. was the smart one that stayed behind to get goggles. Everybody else ran off half cocked, <laughs> and so yeah, she was the first to be whittled from the group. Yeah. And, yep. yeah, she was right behind me. Obviously, not. Yeah, she was right behind me like three minutes ago. I don't understand why they didn't just wait five seconds. 
<laughs> or why she would when she when she forgot the goggles, she did like, "Hey guys, hold up, goggles. Okay, now let's go." Yeah, yeah. Hey, we have these goggles specifically for finding invisible people. We should put them on. I think two people do put them on, but not everyone no. does. No, yeah. like I think everybody ran out yeah. without them except uh, her. Je- Josh high, Brolin right? goes back and gets them for him and uh, the other guy. See, I thought Elizabeth Shue puts them she on. She does after the other guy bleeds to death. Yeah. Oh. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, because Kevin Bacon apparently is naked climbing steam pipes and chokes yeah. him out from above. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Because, like, because, uh, okay, Steve's so like, yeah, so they go with the goggles and they were, like, looking at him, he's, like, trying to raise, you know, got the steam on to, like, raise the temperature so they can't see him with the goggles or whatever. And then uh, the janitor guy, Groomberg, <laughs> you call it him. Just gets lifted up in the air, and it's like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, apparently he's just reaching down and, like, choking him from a pipe that he's, yeah, naked on, that, and it's got to be, steam, like, 150 degrees. And it's a degrees. steam pipe, we find out, because they rupture it and burn him. Yeah. By the way, this is a question to all the gentlemen here in the, the group. If you were naked, would you drag your shaft along a steam pipe? No. Well, that, wait, that, what occasion? No, if it's a cold water pipe. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you're, you're balls deep in that. Yeah. <laughs> Deepest, bluest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Greenberg gets choked, and then uh, and then Josh Brolin starts shooting up at him with the Trank gun. Pew, 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 pew. And... As we know, he can't fucking shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it eventually hits something, and... It causes uh, Dr. Holloman to toss Grunberg and head first onto a, a, another just open-ended pipe valve or something. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know, one of the uh, one of the tranks hits like a uh, a valve gauge, and that pfft, hits him with the steam, and that's what makes him drop yeah. Grunberg. Yeah, if I remember correctly. And they're like, "He's gonna be okay. We're gonna we're gonna just put pressure on the oh, wound." Oh yeah, because yeah. he fucking yeah, he's dead. dies. Oh, he did. Like, <laughs> gashed his head on the side of a metal... Oh, he ripped his jugular open. And that's when yeah. Animal Rights Girl is like, I gotta go get more blood! Yeah. 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 Which she proceeds to just toss about the floor. Yeah, well, she thinks that... Uh, she gets there and she thinks that Dr. Holloman is uh, is in the room, so she quickly throws blood everywhere so she could see like his footprints or whatever. What she should do is stand mm-hmm. in the middle of the blood... So she can see him coming from all angles, but no, he he does exactly what everybody thinks he's going to do, and he comes up behind her and chokes her out. Well, and even even if he didn't come behind her, I'm looking at the scene, and there is like on the on like the left side. I, I wrote this down because on the left side, there's a whole path that's not covered in blood that he could have just walked around yeah. the blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, he gets past all that, sneaks up behind her, mm-hmm. tranks her, and then and then breaks her. Yeah, fucking neck. <laughs> puts yeah. a finishing move on her. Yeah, and then I, rolls around in the blood and wipes it all over her like some sort of weird fetish. Oh, yeah. And, like, grabs her dead boobies yeah. on yeah, his way yeah. out. Just a little, like, wow. one more for the wow. road. Oh, I, like I thought this was going to go full necrophilia. Metal album cover ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nathan, that's right. Because his hair is, like, uh, like hanging over his head and he's all, and like, he's blood. Like floating yeah. blood. But yeah. don't worry, he takes a quick shower so, so he can metal. go back to being invisible. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, everybody decides they need to go back to the room where you know, the, the dead girl in the blood is. I, I think they're like, oh shit, we should probably get goggles. Uh, so they go yeah. back in there and they see her and, and uh, the, the tech guy is like, what? 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 Where are you, son of a bitch? <laughs> Gets fucking speared in the back. <laughs> Joey's no! fucking no! Yeah, that yeah. guy. 
But then they're like, oh shit, he's here, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Elizabeth Shue and Brolin. Oh, that's right. No, they were taking uh, What's-Her-Nuts to the freezer to like store her body or something. Get her out of the way, I guess. Oh, yeah. And that's when this is all going down. And then, so Dr. Holloman the shuts the door behind him, locks it. And Josh Brolin got shot or stabbed or something like that, He got too. He got chest wounded. He got stabbed with a crowbar. Yeah. Oh, that's right, the crowbar. That's yeah. right, that's right. Uh, Nathan, I just want to, I just wanted to, uh, say, I just, I, I do know one other movie with this actor in it. That's Joey Slotnick. Joey Slotkin, yeah. Uh, Joey Slotnick is also in Blast from the Past. Woo! Nice. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. I know one other movie. <laughs> can bring it back, Brendan Fraser and Dave and Christopher Foley. Walken. Uh, underrated yes. movie. I love that underrated. movie. I do really love that movie. Yeah, it's yeah. great. <laughs> So back in the freezer, um, Josh Brolin has a possibly fatal wound. But what's the best way to seal it up? Uh, by pounding duct on tape. his chest and then letting him freeze to death? Mm, all close. You gotta cover it with duct tape first. Oh, yes. You got the red-green, you know. You want to get that taken care if of. If the women don't find you handsome, they should at least find you handy. <laughs> yep. I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> Oh, but, Canada. Well, luckily, we uh, find out that uh, Elizabeth Shue's, I don't know, maiden name is MacGyver. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Fucking brilliant. <laughs> because she oh. rips the handle off of the freezer door, wraps a wire around it, hooks it up to like the defib machine or whatever that's also yeah. in the freezer. Oh, by the way, she's yep. pretty sure Josh Brolin is dead. She had a defib machine right there. She's not gonna... No, no, we're not no. gonna attempt to save him. No. He's dead. So, so, that'll only re-aggravate her, his duct tape wound. But basically using that creates a nice little magnet so she can open the freezer door. Yep. This was parodied in like Scary Movie 2, wasn't it? I haven't seen that I one in a while. I think I remember something like that, where they like, but but when she does it in that movie, she somehow constructs like an entire Zamboni, and uh, then just like plows oh, through the yeah, door. Sorry, I was thinking Scream Two, not Scary Movie Two, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I was thinking back to it, and I'm like, what the kid from fucking Malcolm in the Middle is the one in that movie? <laughs> it's around the corner here. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> sorry, guys. are you leaving? Okay. Uh, soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, MacGyver Magnet opens up the freezer door, and then uh, we find Doctor Holloman is mm. making uh, I don't know nitroglycerin bombs or something. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, homemade nitro. Which, okay, cool. Um, and he rigs them up in the centrifuge, so in like uh, I forget, like five minutes or ten minutes or something, it's going to start up and blow the whole place up. And then he just casually walks towards the elevator. Mm-hmm. Job well done. But then, <laughs> but then something happens. <laughs> oh, hey, Elizabeth Shue, you're out of the freezer. <laughs> How'd that happen? With my MacGyver flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> Nukes his ass Which in the elevator. Somehow... <laughs> How the fuck did he survive that? Super. Uh, it, you know what? Maybe he does have super strength and like Wolverine healing ability or okay, something. Okay, yeah. So, so I appreciated the beginning part of the scene, and then I was angered by the second part, the end of it. Um, yeah, he's getting burned, and yeah, they're showing the burns and all of that, which totally should make sense. Except for apparently, all he has to do is shake it off, and then yeah. he's just fucking fine. But, but was he getting burned, or was just the clothes he was wearing because he was fully? Dressed with like the mask. No, no, no. And she, you know she burns all the the, the no. clothes off, and then he like you see him running away, and you see like burned muscle tissue. No, you what you're seeing is that the the latex 
that he had on oh, is, that uh, is melting and, and burning onto him. But, but even if it's... Wouldn't it... Yeah. yeah, wouldn't it stick yes. to his skin or like yeah. the yeah right? So it See, should not. Rather melted a plastic bag to his arm. Did like it immediately it fall off or did it stay on? I think he still bitches about it from time to time. <laughs> no, I don't know. Regardless <laughs> of like whether like you had a latex mask on or or not, he would be one thousand percent dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But he's not. So the movie continues. At this point, I also have written down, okay, he's thrown a couple bombs and, you know, blown up the, the main lab or whatever. Now is when the fire extinguisher, the waterworks come on to put out fires. Yeah. Hey, we've been putting out fires. No, she has to activate them. Remember? She has to activate them. She, ha- she oh, yeah, They she don't come like, on the from all the fire. She has to aim at the sprinklers yeah, to turn them on. Yeah, yeah. So Top again, secret facility. Top secret state facility. Of the art. Spare no expense. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, so she's, like, trying to find uh, Dr. Holloman, but he pops up and starts knocking her around and is just about to choke her out. But then Thanos comes out of nowhere like an RKO and clocks him with a crowbar. Hey! <laughs> hey! Yeah. So, wait, he secured. wasn't there? Elizabeth Shue's a terrible <laughs> scientist and couldn't even tell whether a guy was dead or alive? Not only that, I don't remember her, like, propping the freezer door open or something so he could get out, did well, he? Well, it was unlocked, so... Was it? Guys, no. you just answered this question. He's Thanos. Oh, that's right. He just snapped his fingers and boom, he was there with a crowbar. Fucking right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, by the way, he's now healed enough from the duct tape to climb a five-story uh, fucking elevator shaft yeah. <laughs> that's on yeah. fire. Yeah, they also out slow climb a fire. Yes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but they they can't. Uh, oh, the elevator. The elevator defies the laws of physics. Oh yeah, because so yeah. The, um, <laughs> They, they climb up the ladder. The centrifuge starts up because the timers ran out. Big old fucking explosion. Blows up the entire lab, nuking everything mm-hmm. in sight. There's no possible way anything down there could have possibly survived, right? Yep. All okay. the animals are dead. Me. Yes, all the animals. All the <sighs> hollow men that may be down there. And this pushes the elevator up through the shaft. Shoots it. It right flies Right past up. them. They're perfectly fine because it's not yep, like... They tucked in. The fire force that launched an elevator right up the shaft would ever get to them. <laughs> the shaft. <laughs> and then it falls back down, like and the then shaft. this is when the emergency brakes start trying to kick in, and immediately fail. And then the basically just random happenstance, the elevator gets off its track and starts... Tumbling yeah. left and right. Just enough to keep them from climbing up the ladder more and blocking the path. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we're just going to burn to death. Oh, fuck, no! Slim Goodbody's here! <laughs> fucking kill us all! Inside yeah. out, Kevin Bacon is the funniest really thing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh. then... Um... She, Elizabeth Shue dispatch, uh, tricks him, though, and has a great one-liner. Yeah! Tricks him because they start, like, making out. <laughs> on top of the elevator shaft because Kevin Bacon suddenly turns to the stupidest person in the movie for falling Power for this. Is real. And then yeah. <laughs> and then she uh she she like unhooks the elevator or something and and she's like go to hell. It's like a safety catch or something, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like go to hell and he's like <gasps> to which 
I noted as a quip, ah, damn it, you burnt the bacon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's kind of bacon. Back bacon. <laughs> Crispy bacon. <laughs> so he falls down back the elevator front shaft. top, so, all of it. Into the fireball, and he is dead as Or fall. is he? Because that's where he came from. <laughs> He's dead. Is he? Yeah, probably. Is yeah, he? I don't think I don't. I don't think oh, they do a sequel. Oh, you were talking to Izzy. So. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> he comes back as Christian Slater. Wait, when you said, is he, I thought you were saying, is he? So I was waiting for Izzy to say something. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so then uh, Elizabeth Shue starts going full fucking commando, climbing that rope. Uh, just using just her, just her upper body. Good for yep. her. She's got some yep. guns. Hey, she was good at, she, she got an A in gym. Yeah. And then we smash got to... <laughs> You know, them out being put in an ambulance, blah, blah, blah. It's like, wait, wait, wait. How did they get out of there? How did anybody find out about this? They went to prison, right? Like, they straight up went to prison, right? Oh, God, there's a lot of bodies down there, you know. Oh, they did. Once the fire stops. I guess we'll find out when we we see Hollow Man 2. We have to check that out. Hollow Man. They get put into the ambulance. A fucking line of, like, uh... What is it? Josh Brolin says, My God. And then Elizabeth Shue says... Not anymore. Yeah, because remember, because he used to call himself God. Oh. Yep, crane shot back, roll credits. <laughs> and I've been putting out the fires with gasoline. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Gasoline! Holloman. <laughs> Holloman. Holloman 2, cat people. No. <laughs> yeah, and then Kevin Bacon escapes the fire to go fuck his sister. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> Gentlemen, would you recommend Holloman? Uh, maybe not. Unless unless you want a, a rapey 1950s B-movie with a 2000 A-list cast. I will say that... If it had, it, okay, if they had taken out a lot of the rapey stuff, <laughs> it would have been less... Then this um, movie would not it, it, be just like, it, like a theatrical uh, would have a theatrical runtime. Yeah, they, 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 they had to pad well, it for runtime, so they yeah. had to. Have the... <laughs> we just stretch it. To I, 90 here's the minutes. thing: if they just kept it as like a fun, dumb sci-fi thriller horror, I feel like they could have kept out a lot of the rapey stuff, and and if it was like more fun in that way, I probably would have enjoyed it more. But I mean, besides all that stuff, it's just a dumb movie you can watch and just not think about. So sure. Yeah, I, I, and I think the reason that stuff's all in there is because you know, uh, you, you ask a teenage boy like, "What would you do if uh, if you were invisible?" Like, oh, I'd probably try to kiss a girl, maybe grab a boob or something. Yeah, okay, they... you hate which me you know what that stuff. <laughs> That stuff is not, like, the the worst is that there is, like, I, I know it's just in my version, but it is, like, a two minutes of just watching, like, the rape scene. And it's just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, you can cut any time, Mr. Verhoeven. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a full two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how about you? I don't, I don't think I can. This movie is, this movie's dumb. Yeah, it, I mean... I, I enjoy it because it has Elizabeth Shue. I mean, anything with her is fucking amazing. It's a fact. Look it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there there's... It ages like fine milk. Um, yeah. And, there you go. I mean, the graphics were pretty good. You know, the CGI stuff's pretty cool for 2000. Now it's it's still alright, but it... it yeah, I didn't. I, wa- I remember when this came out and I didn't watch it because I remember watching the commercials and going, oh, that's stupid. 
See, I remember when I first saw this, like only a couple years after it came out, I, I was, I was like, man, the special effects are awesome. Oh my god, I want to be invisible like Kevin Bacon, <laughs> and do everything he did except for that and except that for and that also thing, that and that thing. And you know, I'd probably just play video games if I were invisible. <laughs> just sit in the ba- back of the girls' s- locker room and zap it. Well, that obviously. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We are. And when we come back, we have more beer. We do. Fun facts. <gasps> and what we learn from Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. We are Molly and Jonathan, and we want to tell you about our podcast, One Star Bazaar. We review the movies critics hated in search of the unfairly underrated. We watch movies that critics have given an overall one-star rating, defined as 40% or less on either Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic. We both studied film in college, and while he likes the films that get nominated for Oscars, I like the movies that get nominated for Razzies. We use a simplified review criteria and look at five things. Acting, story, how engaging the movie is, what it did well, if anything, and whether at the end we wished we had not watched it. Between our differing tastes in movies and our simplified review categories, can we agree if a critically panned movie is worth a watch? Reach out to us on social media at One Star Bazaar to let us know what you want us to watch next. Have a movie you want to see but heard it was bad? We'll review it. We're trying to save you from the terrible movies out there and find the good in the critically bad. Listen to One Star Bazaar on your favorite podcast platforms. Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at onlinewarriorspodcast.com. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.poppin.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders. Yeah. But I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. And you're listening to everything ever for movies. Nathan, how much of a time? Okay, I gotta, I do gotta split. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you what I learned okay. from this Nathan, movie. What did you learn from so this movie? So you can cut it in later. 
Well, what I learned from this movie is that uh, irradiated gene-altering serums really crank up your rapey tendencies. <laughs> it made him invisible, but it made him super rapey. You know, having a few friends that have gone through chemo, I can 100% say fact. You can attest to that? Well, everybody knows that's the biggest side effect of chemo is that you just can't stop fucking strangers. <laughs> right. All right. I'm going to stop and I'm going to send okay, you this, so okay? Thank you so much. Have fun. No problem, guys. See you, Glad I could see, be there. See you next, uh, see you next Saturday. Go, make it a, go be an amazing yep. tiny Tim. <laughs> Huge Tim. <laughs> Huge. 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 The biggest Tim the world has ever right, seen. Talk on. to you guys I later. See ya. shitting on the carpet. <laughs> Brennan, what did you learn from Holloman? I learned that I am uh, I'm done with director's cuts. Thank you, Paul Verhoeven. <laughs> what do you mean I've got to take out the raping? He's a very integral part. But but it's only five minutes. Huh? Oh, it hi, Mark. It so scary. It took me four days to shoot. It's like real Hollywood movie. You want to meet a great actress? She can come back in Silent Hill or maybe one of those Underworld movies. I make so many. <laughs> anyway, I go make movies in my country now. Fuck America. How about you, babe? What did you learn? Uh, I learned that apes really don't like being tested on. But more importantly, Kevin Bacon is stronger than an ape. Yeah, that's true. I learned that uh, Elizabeth Shue sleeps fully dressed. More fully dressed than she goes to work. That's true. And God bless her for it. Quick question, Steve. What's that? Um, has Elizabeth Shue ever been, like, topless? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, oh, you've perhaps, not seen Steve's Supercat? <laughs> per, perhaps you've seen 1995's Leaving Las Vegas with Academy Award winner Nicolas okay. Cage? No, I, I do really like that movie, but it's been a long time, and I didn't remember if she actually went topless oh, in yeah. it or not. Oh, yeah. Okay, looks like I've got a movie to rewatch. By the way, that happens. It has Nicolas Cage. Still only seen that movie once. <laughs> so good. I love that movie. <laughs> I also learned, what's the point of having infrared fucking goggles if you're not going to use them? Fuck it. What's the use of having any tech, any technology if you're not going to goddamn use it? <laughs> and we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. My favorite was the Podcoin one. <laughs> <laughs> Podcoin. Guys, what do I do with my pod coins? <laughs> Ooh, you oh. might want to try cashing those in. You ain't got no pod Guys, coins. I've got 7,000 pod coins. You, you told me to keep listening and collect pod coins, and now I've got all these all these pod coins, and I, I don't know what to do Everything with them. Everything I learned from movies is not a subsidiary of pod coin or its affiliates. <laughs> Guys, I really got to unload these pod coins. <laughs> They're kind of like Bitcoins. You, They're only worth yeah. what someone's willing to pay for you them. You want to sit on them for a while? I'm sure when uh, they come back, uh -huh. they'll, yeah, just... they'll, they'll appreciate with time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Collect. The interest. Are you guys sure? And Do you know how much of my life I put into these podcasts? That's 7,000 hours. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've, I've listened to a couple of live reads. Live reads. It couldn't have been too long. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks. Steve, are we still too sober for this movie? Indeed. It's, it's like 9.30 in the morning and I've only had one drink. What do you got, there? You've had half a beer because oh. we split it. <laughs> we didn't even eat streak of beer. We have, from Raha Brewing Project, Maltese Cross Red Ale. When our firefighting buddies at SLC's Local 81 wanted to collaborate and raise money for the community, we couldn't resist. Naturally, we opted for a big, bold red ale for the occasion. Brewer's secret? 
Reserved malt character, not intrinsic to a red ale. Pairs well with a four-alarm chili, 96 hours off, and bingo fundraisers. All right. I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. And the pour. Oh, yeah, that's a nice red ale. It's got an off-white creamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Ooh, very malty on the aroma. Tiny bubbles. Got a little (laughs) bit of a... Kind of smells like old world hops. More like cool world hops. No, it doesn't doesn't smell like failure. Oh, shots fired. They're not trying to bang a cartoon. Oh, shit, hot take on Cool World, a movie everyone loved. That's why it made so much money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Frank Bakshi's still making movies to this day. And is so, so famous that Steve forgot his first name was Ralph. (laughs) No, 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 but his brother Frank was a producer. Okay, fuck it, I'm done. (laughs) You mean the movie with more sequels than a Fast and Furious franchise? (laughs) (laughs) Cool World X in space. Uh, I can't wait for Fast and Furious to finally go to space. Oh, oh, it's going to be so good. They're going to have to take down a satellite. I want to see... I want to see Fast and Furious cast uh, all three hosts and Adam Scott from How Did This Get Made. Yeah. I want to see them make cameos in the last one. <laughs> now, I, you know, I think of and if anybody from How Did This Get Made is going to end up in a Fast and Furious movie, it's going to be Matsukis. Yeah, well, I mean, he's already in jail. I, I just want to, I want to, yeah. I want to see all of them. I want to see all of them and just being like, and then they all, they're all just like driving a car with Vin Diesel <laughs> they, or something. And one of them just goes like, this is oh, bonkers. You know what it is? They, uh, they're in a chase scene. They drive through one of the live shows. Yeah. And they're making fun of one of the Fast and Furious movies, and Vin Diesel's like, they're, hey, they're making doing? fun of Pitch Black or something. Or... <laughs> oh my god, you want it to go all meta? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. If they were making fun of one of the Riddick movies, it'd probably be Chronicles oh, no, of Riddick. Oh, it's uh, Find Me Guilty. Ooh. Vin Diesel with hair, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Chase goes through there. Holy shit! Toretto yells out, "I love that movie." <laughs> well, I don't know about that movie, but that lead act, I fuck him. <laughs> Family. <laughs> oh, it's weird. After you just said you yeah, fuck right? him. Yeah. All right. So, who's interested in fun facts? Our, yeah. Brendan, would you like the honors? <gasps> Fun facts, super fun facts, because fun, fun yeah. facts. Ah! All right, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. oh. Any any guesses on how the critics fell felt about Hollow Man? I'm gonna say thirty six. Eight. Thirty <laughs> eight? No, just eight. Just eight. Eight. No. Uh, oh. Twenty eight is what the critics thought. Oh, but okay. the audience score eight. <laughs> I'm gonna say forty one. Twenty seven. Slightly lower. <laughs> Too <Yikes>. high. <laughs> yeah, ninety five. Is this the worst? No, I guess Showgirls would be the worst review oh, Paul Verhoeven yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this is like second, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything else is fucking incredible, uh, and like everything he's made since this has been, you know, like actual dramas and stuff. So, 
I really want to see his movies he's made. He made after this because apparently he did like uh, he made like a couple of really yeah, good I've seen, movies. Like, the trailers like for uh, was it L? I think it was the latest one he made like in 2016. It looks like a legit movie. And it just when it pops up, directed by Paul Verhoeven, it's like oh. <laughs> There's one called Black Book too that it's apparently really good. Is it the same as Green Book, the sequel, the, the prequel. N- um, <laughs> it's the more direct oh, title. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, ninety-five oh, million boy. dollar budget for this movie. Holy yeah. shit! Worldwide gross what? though, one hundred ninety. Technically, kind of broke even probably with uh, marketing yeah. and all yeah. that. Yeah. When they do a ninety-five million dollar budget, you know that's like another eighty or ninety just for marketing yeah. alone. It's probably it probably wasn't like oh we just we just fucking got our money yeah, back. Like, well, all right, I guess well, we call that we one didn't a draw. Lose money on it. <laughs> At least yeah. we got to see Tim Bacon's backsack. Am I right? All right. High five. Hold on, I can't get over that ninety-five million dollar budget. Oh, the, the CGI. That's probably half of it right there. Yeah, the CGI. Remember, CGI I used guess. to be very expensive. Now it's cheaper. And Josh Brolin cost fifty, right? Dude, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yes, fifty thousand dollars. Josh Brolin cost fifty. Dude, Kevin Bacon was. He, he's the the he yeah the t- titular character, and I mean, well, just before that, he did like uh, Wild yeah, Things. Wild I think was already out. He did uh, Tremors. Oh, there was a movie. Yeah, there was a movie in ninety. It was like Stir of Echoes or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was a hit or not, though. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people uh, know of it. I mean, we still talk about it to this day. Am I right? Comes up in regular conversation. <laughs> yeah, because this is—I <laughs> believe this is the first time I've ever out loud said "stir." It's of not echoes. unlike wild things that I think we've mentioned in three or four consecutive I mean, episodes. Steve, <laughs> I named Mister Pickles after the uh, the protagonist in "Stir of Echoes." <laughs> really? <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> so there was also a sequel made to this movie. Starring Christian <sighs> Slater. Slater! Fun fact. Any guesses on what the uh, Rotten Tomato scores for that movie is? Eight. Oh. <laughs> critics? You're really sticking to that eight. Are you talking about critics? I feel like I'm going to hit gold one of these days. <laughs> are you, Maybe. Are you, are you saying critics? Oh, yeah, Steve? I'll start with critics. I'm going to say 12. 20. So pretty oh. close to this one. Audience score, though, is 16. Uh, oh, I was yeah. going to guess. Well, all right, guess. 16. 16. 16. All right, fun fact. The, the role of <gasps> Linda McKay, which you know was uh, Elizabeth Shue, was offered to Jennifer Lopez, hot off of Anaconda. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Imagine J-Lo in the role. Please... <laughs> Please tell me that Hollow Man was going to be John Voight. <laughs> yeah, we got these guys. <laughs> you miss being with me. It's a real downgrade from Josh Brolin. <laughs> yeah, that, he was going to be the tech guy. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> that was his. I think that was his best performance yeah, so far. Probably. <laughs> a Twitter video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, shooting was delayed Ooh. while Elizabeth Shue recovered from a torn Achilles tendon sustained during filming. During the rape scene. <gasps> oh, wow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that, that was quite yeah, aggressive. It's very aggressive, <laughs> I, I would know. say. Kevin Bacon gets very aggressive in his role. He has a foot fetish. He gets very aggressive with ladies. 
Was it Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> <laughs> Tarantino never hey, severed Mickey Leaves with over. his dick. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's funny the other day <coughs> that we did, we were talking about a movie with like mostly uh, child cast, and my friend was like, "So I've got a question for you. If Quentin Tarantino was to direct this movie, do you think he would get arrested right away, <laughs> or, or do you think the due process would take a while?" <laughs> All right, well, the title, Hollow Man. In order to use that title, producers bought the rights to Dan Simmons' novel, Hollow Man. Fun fact, the mm. novel has nothing to do with Invisible Men. What is the novel about? Well, let's find out. Okay. Uh, let's see. Dan Simmons, right? Yeah, Dan Simmons, Hollow Man. Fun fact, this movie was actually based on Theory of a Dead Man song, Invisible Man. Oh, here we are. It narrates the story of a university lecturer who has the ability to hear the thoughts of others, an ability he shares with his dying wife. What the fuck? Yeah, there are numerous themes in this novel which are expanded in later works. Whoa, they're sequels. Uh, most notably, a set of theories on the nature of and perception of reality. See Ilium. Wait, so this book had the rights to the title Hollow yes. Man, and they couldn't have just called it something nope, else? Because Hollow Man sounded cooler. Hollow Man. Holloman. Indeed. Holman. All right, to my last fun fact. During <laughs> filming, Kevin Bacon wore skin-tight costumes in green, blue, gray, or black to assist with the adding of special effects. Some of his castmates said that the hardest part of the role was not laughing at someone painted in black, green, blue, or gray pretending to be mean. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like the whole thing with... Uh, that's like a similar thing like when they, when they were filming Sky Captain, yeah. right? Right? Because that was, like, one of the first, like, almost all CGI movies that they would have to, like, swing at, like, green balls and stuff and pretend to be horrified. It was just, like, something on a stick. And I think I think that's, like, the... So Hollow Man sounds like it's kind of, like, the beginnings of that, like, fuck, it's hard to act in a CGI yeah, it's movie. It's hard to react to a, a ball hanging in midair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless you're Ewan McGregor, then you fucking nail it every time. Right. Or Jude Law, yeah. dude. Yeah. Angelina Jolizi, the pirate. Week. Yeah. Coming next week. <laughs> well, Brendan, thank you for joining us. Yeah. And and Nathan as well, though. He's not with us for this part. Thank you both for joining us. He's not. What happened to him? Uh, you know, he's probably here. He just turned invisible. <gasps> don't don't say anything, guys. <laughs> oh, is he about to get very aggressive That's, with you? Huh? Quite oh, aggressive. They start shooting trank darts. Steve, you're only hitting cats. <laughs> oh. But my eyes were closed, so I totally didn't. But yeah, thank you for joining us. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I understand you're on a podcast or two. Hmm. Uh, I am. I am on a podcast with actually the uh, my, my fellow co-host that was on just a few moments ago, uh, Nathan. Do a podcast called What Were They Thinking? Of course, if uh, if you've heard this podcast, you definitely know you've definitely heard us before because we're on approximately uh, twelve times a week. <laughs> um, but you can find us at. Uh, www.ttpodcast.podbean.com or you can find us on any other podcatcher and we are on Twitter at www.ttpodcast as well as Instagram and you know search for us on Facebook um, and I have another podcast called For Screen and Country and it's a podcast about the top 100 British films of all time according to the British Film Institute I host that podcast or co-host that podcast with my friend Jason we break down each movie in random order and you can find that one by searching For, for Screen and Country on any of your podcatchers of podcatcher of choice 
um, or you can go to forscreenandcountry.podbean.com. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter at BFI underscore pod, as well as for searching us on Facebook. Thank you. More later. Hello, I'm Montrose Monkington Third here. You can find me talking about all kinds of wrestling shows on my YouTube channel. And you can find me on Twitter at Montrose. That's the number three RD. Um... Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, it seems to be my cousin, Jason Monkington. Hello, Walt Rose. Fancy a drink, do ya? <laughs> oh, Jason. But yes, uh, thank you. More later. Oi, I'm going off to get pissed drunk. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, thank you both See, for See, we're going to go with that other monkey. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go get drunk. <laughs> go get drunk, come on. Come on, easy. Let's go. <laughs> I heard you need a drive. Let's go, just love. Stop, stop talking, all of you. As long as we can get drunk, just stop. <laughs> Oi, prick! Give us a ride. <laughs> and of course, you can find us at everything I learned from movies. EILFM.podbean.com, and of course on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILFmovies. That's everything, everything I, learned I learned from, from movies. Movies. Yeah, the holidays are coming up, so uh, <gasps> if you are. want to find some great gifts, where'd you be able to find that, babe? You should head over to untidyvenus.etsy.com. Shop small. Don't support Walmart and all those other assholes. Plus, you can get some really cool stuff, like movie monsters who love kittens as prints. All kinds of fun stuff. If you're looking for something like maybe t-shirts or whatnot, you can also find me at Untidy Venus over on TeePublic. They will print my art on shirts and mugs and all kinds of fun stuff, and oh, by the way, it's really reasonably priced. If you're looking for something ethically made, you can find all my stuff over at Redbubble under Izzy Creates. All one word. Yeah. Woo! I think on uh, on untidyvenus.etsy.com, you can also get a picture of the Invisible Man for a bargain basement price, right? I don't have an Invisible Man at the moment. I'm pretty sure you got a portrait of the Invisible Man. You just <laughs> send him a blank piece of paper, babe. No, but, uh, <laughs> but you have the mummy. It kind of looks like an Invisible Man just wrapped up. Yeah. Untidy Venus, that's a goddess that's bad at housekeeping. That's terrible at housekeeping. And of course, this Wednesday, or wait, actually, I think we just would have had our li- first live show. Yeah, and it oh. was amazing! But we have another one coming up at Brewies in Ogden on December 11th. Whatever that Wednesday is. Never forget. That's right. Guys, what if, like, what if, like, at that live show, like, someone, like, put their butt in your face and you were just like yeah it was, it amazing. was amazing oh my god it was amazing because i was able to reach under that butt and castrate him god damn <laughs> dolomite i can't believe that person rushed the stage like i was at that show that was I crazy can't. thank you for rushing the stage at our live show <laughs> i will re- no problem and and like and certainly like it was no issue bringing samuel l jackson along he had I, a great time I, I mean spoiler alert but yeah he was awesome yeah he he really wanted to start the show off with a great speech, and then a shark burst through the screen and ate him. It was amazing. It was crazy. You would, you would never believe in a landlocked desert state we would have sharks bursting through screens, but, I mean, shit Ex- happens. Yeah. Yeah. If the sci-fi channel has taught me anything, it's that anything is possible. Yeah. Joey Fatone just got eaten by a freaking shack. <laughs> it's a freaking shack. <laughs> so what's your next live show, guys? Uh, well... That's a great right. question, and yeah. as soon as we if, have uh, details, we will update you all over on EILFM, or, sorry, what's our Twitter again? Oh my god, EILF Movies. <laughs> my co-star doesn't even follow us. No. I do uh, follow you! I don't have to type it daily! It's like a phone number, I don't have to remember it, it's my phone! Oh. 
but yeah, uh, December 11th, hopefully it's Roar, but uh, we'll see. If not, it'll be something much more uh, recognizable. Ghost Dad! Not nearly as exhilarating. Solar <laughs> yeah, it's Babies! Gonna, it's gonna be Solar Ghost Dad. Babies! Um, yeah, good luck. Yeah, good good luck that. with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Crash? No, no, not the best picture one. <laughs> it's gonna be Ghost Dad followed by American Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Brendan. And I'm Matros. And I'm Jason Statham. <laughs> I'm Nathan. Imposter. <laughs> and this Hi, is... I'm Nathan, and I'm on a podcast that's really stupid. Jeez. <gasps> that insulted me too. <laughs> and this is Everything I, I Learned From Movies. Plot. Night, everybody. Plop, 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 plop. Bye. <laughs>